Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Welcome back to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay, and this is pod number 30, and I'm here with my co-host, Lita Herman. Welcome back, Inspired Actioneers. In our last podcast, we talked about the 13 ghost points. Ooh. Ooh. No, it wasn't scary. <laughs> Actually, it could be, but it's not. <laughs> and we promised today to continue the discussion. We should have done this uh, podcast back at Halloween. Huh? Sure. Maybe this year coming up, we'll redo the yeah, 13 ghost points <laughs> in, in October. But it's all year round if you're yes. hooked or you're haunted. Yes. It's every day. Every yes. day is Halloween. <laughs> yes, you don't have to be in Halloween to feel this way. You know, it's such a fascinating topic, and it came up all week with oh, every client that I saw this week had really, you know, big 13 ghost point issues in their life. So it's like right in the forefront of everything that's going on. But can you give everyone listening another history, a really quick, brief history lesson on the 13 ghost points, just in case they're tuning in for the first time right here? Well, actually, I don't think I actually gave a history of the 13 well, ghost there points. There you go. So that's there great. You go. Um, so if, if anyone wants to get a little nerdy about it, the 13 ghost points are points that existed before the common era. But in around 500 to 600 AD or, BC, or CE, um, the common era. Just pick a couple letters yeah. of the alphabet. A, B, C, D, <laughs> E, U. <laughs> But around 500 to 600 uh, CE or AD, whatever well, you're using. ADD. <laughs> yeah, ADD. <laughs> uh, there was a man named Sun Tzu Miao. I thought we talked about Sun Tzu Miao. No, not recently. Okay, not, well, not maybe we did it in real life. The ghost points. It's yeah. hard to keep real life and podcast life yeah, separate. I remember you said Miao. Yeah, Sun Tzu Miao. Yeah, and, and it really is Miao. That's actually what the name means. So anyway, he uh, put together a treatment called the 13 ghost points and basically he developed this way of working that was much more um, about creating kind of a ritual of helping someone release something really heavy really dark um, you know any kind of um, abuse or or trauma traumatic event something like that and so the ghost points that I do today the modern version let's fast forward is Using these points in a longer session that takes, you know, maybe half a day, because you can't really expect to let something really big like that go in an hour, like a standard uh, acupuncture or acupressure session. So I do that over... What's the longest session you've ever had? Oh, 12 hours. Wow. Yeah. Back when I was training, that was kind of a, a common uh, length of time because it just took me that long to get through the points. But now I'm, you know... Many years later, I think I've been doing it almost 15 years, um, I'm very good at it. So, you know, four hours, five hours is pretty, pretty average. Sure. And um, and it's it's an amazing thing. People really transform because these things have haunted them their whole lives. Sure. Well, in the last podcast, we did Ghost Palace, which again, if you want to give a little on the Ghost Palace. Yes. So the Ghost Palace, if you go back to the last podcast, but just to give you a summary, 
is how we interface with the world. And it's really about the door to your palace. So the interface is in your face? Yes, right. <laughs> because the point's on your in face. In your face. There you go. Hey, I missed it on the last podcast. Yeah, That's you a were a little, little fuzzy that so day. So the ghost palace is in your face. It no, is. it's the interface. Okay. It's the interface with the world. It's located between your nose and your upper lip. And it's... Um, it's a point where you don't really have need to have had huge trauma in your life to be affected by something because the door to us gets affected very easily by trauma or just, you know, really rotten events. And you may just be different after something like that happens. You may not, you know, interface or connect with people the way you used to. Well, and I, I know that point that you said that kind of stuck with me that you have to have that opening to get the hook in there. I think that that's maybe the innocence. Yes. All the vulnerability. If you have or that. it's a fear. Or fear. I think the okay. best way to think of how you get hooked into something is that you already have a fear of something happening. And guess what? It happens. It's kind of the law of attraction. Yeah. And, you know, you walk around saying, you know, mm, I don't want betrayal, right? You're afraid of betrayal. So what happens? So you get betrayed. You get betrayed. You get and the hook. You get the ghost. The hook. Yeah. And then because you already feared that, this kind of betrayal for you is way bigger than if someone else got betrayed who didn't have that opening and didn't get hooked because we've all been betrayed. Only some of us yeah. end up with a ghost. Some quote, people unquote. crumble. Some people don't. And just to, if you're new to this, ghost doesn't mean, woo, you know, getting haunted. Again, not scary. Not scary. Still Casper, <laughs> the friendly ghost. My, my ghost is Can not you scary. do scary? No. no. <laughs> Don't even try. <laughs> stick with Casper. <laughs> yeah, I'll stick with Casper. But anyway. The only scream you're going to get is ice cream. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's me. Okay. okay. I don't need to squeeze right. very much. But anyway. <laughs> well, no. anyway. Um, so it's not that kind of ghost. It's simply that you have a skeleton in your closet. You're being haunted day to day. You really can't be your authentic self. Yeah. So, so, Santi Meow did the 13 ghost points. We've already done Ghost Palace. Today we're going to talk about, drum roll, ghost convincing. Ghost convincing. And, you know, before we get started, I always like to do a little reminder. Keep the questions coming. Boy, we have two really good questions this week. We're putting into another podcast, which will be out soon. So keep the questions coming. Do the voice memo. Send them to questions at inspiredactionpodcast.com. Or you can do a regular old email question. We have, we have that too. And if we use one of your questions on the air, we will definitely send you an Inspired Action t-shirt, which I'm wearing right now. Beep, nerd alert, nerd alert. I am wearing my shirt. I look down. I don't know if it's a clean laundry thing or that I really like to wear this you shirt. You own a lot of them. I do own like three of them. <laughs> okay, so if you want to have a shirt just like mine, actually they're a little different than mine because we have a new version. Do a question. We'll get you the t-shirt out. We'll use your thing. We'll, we'll, you'll be a rock star. Today, we don't have an audible book because we've been so busy with so many big projects that neither, neither one of us had one second to listen to anything. <laughs> but you can still take advantage of the, the audible book trial. It's yeah. audibletrial.com backslash whoosh, inspired action. So yeah. if you have time in this crazy part of the year, which I don't know what, what time you're going to listen to this, but if it's crazy, it's near the holidays, we didn't have time to do anything. So we love you, Audible. You have 30 days if you want to go practice on your trial. It's audible trial. 
facebook.com backslash inspired action. All right. So today we've already hinted that we're going to do the 13 ghost points. We're on the second one. It's called ghost convincing. So again, what does this mean, Lita? You know, I love all the names. They're so mysterious. They're so cool. You know, they have this, you know, like, what is it? What is it? Everyone always said, what is the 13 ghost points? So let's go. Let's go. Ghost convincing. I love this point because I think we all have experienced what it's like to be convinced of something that's not true to us. So basically it's about doubt, self-doubt. Yeah. How many times in your life have you been like, I'm going to do this. I think this, I, I believe this. And someone comes along (laughs) and says some little statement that then completes, completely brings doubt in your mind. And then you start to get convinced. Yeah. So it is about trust and self-doubt. You know, basically you really can't have a human experience without a little self-doubt somewhere in your life. You know, actually, why don't you explain it a little bit more? And then at the end of the podcast, I will, I've been working on this all week about how to do some homework. I've been thinking about it all week of what we can do on this because every week when I see clients, this is a big thing. This self-doubt, this not trusting yourself, it's definitely related to the nine palaces, which we're going to come to in a couple more podcasts. But this is a huge, huge thing for people. Everybody, everybody has it somewhere. Now, some people little, some people big. So let's keep going with that. You know, like, well, here it is. How do you avoid it? Well, it's about trusting yourself. Trusting yourself. And so would that be the water element? Right off the bat? Yes. Trust. Um, if those of you have been listening for a while, you know, back when we were talking about the water element, you might remember that I said there's something that I call trust with a capital T. Yeah. And that is trust in the universe. And when you trust like that big, it's easy to trust yourself. You don't have as much self-doubt. But, you know, it, the important thing is, do you trust your instincts? Do you trust your own thoughts? your own feelings. And if you don't, then what would it take for you to truly trust yourself? Now, that's a bigger issue all in itself because there's so many times when we're on track, like you said, we're doing our thing, we're rocking it, things are going good, you're in the flow, we may be into the woo way, you have everything seems really, really good. And then something like maybe a seemingly helpful person, like a partner or a parent or a boss, they put in their two cents oh, that's not quite good, or what are you doing? Or is that really how you want that to turn out? Or I can go on and on and on. You know, if you do that, something bad's going to happen. I call it the whisper in the ear. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I try, when I'm working with someone, I try to get them, to, we go back and back and back till we figure out to where did that come from? And it's almost always a bad thing, a negative comment. It's so true. I've had it happen myself. You know, when you start thinking about it, there's this little thought in the back of your head. Yeah. Yeah. And you probably might re- even remember where it came from. Most of the time I can get people to pretty much get to a point. It takes a while and they probably haven't thought of it in a really long time. But through a few questions and a little kind of going back and forth, it comes out. And sometimes it's angry. Sometimes people cry. Some people get really mad. I had one person throw the pan across the room when we finally got to it. They were so mad. And he calmed down afterwards. But he was like, I just, I, my head exploded. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. But, you know, when I talk about this after, maybe not in that heated moment with the person, it's like a little worm. It gets in your head. Think about when a little worm climbs into an apple. What does it do? It moves and wiggles yes. and goes and it's going yes. to the core. Yes. So in this context, it's haunting like a ghost. And since we're talking about the 13 ghost points, this is it. This is what it's yeah. about. The trust and the self-doubt. Yeah. It may not even come from you. 
Right. It was put in you by someone else. It's almost always from someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the way you know it's happened is you've lost the Wu way. Or worse, you're no longer being authentic. Which is what this podcast is all about. So if right. you're digging this podcast and you're trying to do the Wu way and you're trying to be authentic and you're trying to do your self-cultivation, but you're doubting it, this is what you need to work on right now, right here and right now. Yes. And the way you can tell that this is happening is you lose your woo way. You're not in the flow. And even worse, you're no longer being authentic. You know, your authentic trust and, and who you know is the truth, that's, that kind of gets put on the back shelf. And, you know, I see it every day when I'm working with people. They can't help it. They start to expose things, things that are obstacles. That is pretty much why I almost always make people go see you first. <laughs> yes. Do the heavy lifting. I mentioned I it before. It's so much easier if you go through the ghost points and it kind of, you know, marinates in you and then you work on your self-cultivation coaching. It's, it's just a dream come true for me. When it's I have it's actually work with true. You. We've seen it a bunch of times. Yeah, if, it's proven. It if someone proven. tries to work with Jay who hasn't done the 13 ghost points and they need it, then they really need to come see me before they continue trying to do their self-cultivation because they can't be authentic. Yeah. So let's give some help for the self-trusting challenge, as we can call it. Oh, the self-trusting challenge. Okay. So it's like a domino effect and it's rampant in our society. You know, things are good. You feel great. Someone throws you off your game and then you're self-doubting yourself. Is it kind of like the waiting for the other shoe to drop? Yes. Oh, my God. And that phrase comes up so many times in my Actually, clinic. the person who threw the pen said that. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's what came out of that session was he was always waiting for the other shooter drop. Yeah. Like it's he a, couldn't have this enjoy. He couldn't enjoy though. He could, he would get into the Wu Wei. Everything would be flowing. Something would, it was apparent. Yeah. And they would say something and boy, that was it. He was derailed for months. Yeah, it could months. be a parent, a sibling, a yeah. boss, your neighbor, a competitor in business. You and know. then some people just crumble. Yeah. And some people, it's like the tide coming in. It kind of ebb, ebbs away, ebbs away and it kind of erodes and erodes and erodes. Yes. Other people, boom, they take it, are taken right down. And the person who says this to you might not even mean it to be that way. Yeah. But it's that little worm. Think about the, again with the worm with the apple. So it gets inside and it starts doing its thing. I just had someone in the other day who said, I think I'm the only person in the world that this isn't going to work for. She'd started a new a new self-cultivation technique and she said, maybe I'm just the only person in the whole world. Yeah, who do you is, think someone put that in her head? Who put that in her head? Yeah, yeah someone where put did that, that in come her from? Head, that that's never going to work for you or yeah. you know, one, that one in a million and they think that they're that one. Yep. Okay, so guess what? It's not going to work. Yeah. It's not going to work. She's going to make it be the one. Yes. She needs someone in her corner saying, you're going to beat the odds. You're going to do it. Yes. You're going to not be the one in the million. You're going to be the million. Yep. That are doing it. Yes. See all the way around. Yes. So yeah, I know. You know, and I love to use the five elements when I'm working in these challenges also, because if you've been listening to the podcast and you're into the five elements, each element moves the world energetically differently. That means everyone reacts differently. Learning where your strengths are and where you're not so strengths are. You're not, you're kind of weaker. I don't say weaker, but not your strongest elements. Yep. If you work on this on a day-to-day until you get that hook taken out, it's tough. We have to, you know, this is what we're talking about. How do you get that hook out? How do you, you know, think about the, fo- the fish on the hook? How do you get the hook out without killing the fish? It reminds me of, I was just watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel last night. Yay, and love it's that a show. great show, by the way. You got to watch it if you have 
um, access to Amazon Prime. Get it. Check it out. We've been totally five element in that show. Oh, my God. It's so much fun. Anyway. Yeah. So for anyone who's watching, um, Mrs. Maisel, who's the star. The character. Is, character is a great example of wood. Yeah. Um, and so. So wood that's marvelous and rocking it yeah. in the world. What I love about her is she is truly marvelous in the world. And I just said that. Exactly what I just I said. I just because it's marvelous, Mrs. Mason. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> we need to be more creative than the marvelous word. <laughs> you already figured that out. <laughs> She's glorious. There you go, glorious. <laughs> She's great. Yes. She's great. Her name is um, Rachel Bronson. Bronson. She's a wonderful actress. She's and been around a while, and this is kind of her big break into yeah into this. You know, we want to check show. her out on her some of her old shows to see if she is actually wood, but she plays it perfectly. Yeah. So it's likely she could be wood in herself, like as as a real person, not yes. as Mrs. Yes. Maisel. <laughs> you know, I think that, and we've talked about this, Leah and I. So we're going to bring it up right now. So it's a way that wood can really move through the world effortlessly, even though this is a period piece in earlier mm -hmm. U.S. history and with all the obstacles that she had, she didn't see them as obstacles. Never. Never. So a wood person who's rocking it and something comes along, they go under it, they go around it, they go, they don't, the last thing they do is blow it up. Yeah. So you just see her move through the world effortlessly. Effortlessly. Someone puts her down, she goes around him. Someone heckles her, she goes under him. Someone does this, so that, there's no stopping her. Yeah. What made me think of Mrs. Maisel for this week's show is there are a couple scenes with her parents. Um, the mother and later the father. I don't want to ruin the... It's season two. Season two. There's a little bit into it. So if you haven't seen it, it's season two. Stop the podcast right here. Just hit pause. <laughs> go on your computer or your TV. And watch all of them. And Amazon Prime. <laughs> sorry, you got to pay the Amazon beast. Pay Amazon Prime. Get it. Watch it. Catch up. Then come back and you can be in on the conversation for Ghost Convincing with the Maisel parents. All right. So all right. mom and dad, go ahead. Okay. So so the mom goes and she's talking to college students because the father works at Columbia. He's a u university professor. And they're just talking about all their hopes and dreams. She's in the dreams. art department with all the art student yeah, women. There's like women. eight of them. Yeah, and this was uh, a while back, so a long time ago. So anyway, she dashes all their hopes and dreams in an instant, basically by saying that they are not going to get to do what they want to do and be. And Actually, she asked them, and they're like, oh, we think we'll be teachers or professors. And she said, um, but there's no teachers and professors. What are you talking about? Oh, I think I'll women. be a famous yeah. artist. And they're like, she's like, but there are no women famous artists. And actually, the one I knew tried to kill herself. <laughs> okay, so she dashed those dreams in literally one minute. And their faces, they were just so crestfallen yeah. and... It was devastating and to And that them. was just, think about the little warm again, going in their ears, like they're all, you know, happy and doing their thing and they're, they want to be artists and teachers and professionals and, and the whole thing. And then boom, someone with experience, older, says these things. And she didn't say it in a mean way. She didn't say it in a threatening way. She didn't scream at them. She said it calmly and coolly and they were all devastated. Boom. And, and they were full of life. Yeah. And they were doing their woo way. Yeah, they were doing their woo way for sure. It was, you know, um, it was, and thank God in the real world, people don't give up because that's how everyone moves forward. And, you know, thinking about the real world, I mean, it is kind of the job of the older generations who think they're wiser and that they know everything to give us advice. 
Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing, but what ends up happening over and over again is they end up discouraging the younger generation. Well, if they're not happy and they're jaded and they're broken and they're like, then they pass this on to the younger generation. Guess what? They're going to be like, uh, so-and-so just told me that and they're, they must be right, even though that they're happy. And now that person who's not happy gives them that advice. And guess what? It starts to uh, erode. Yeah. their happiness. Well, so, who's going to make the changes in the world but the younger generation? Definitely. It's like we're stuck in our ways as, you know, I'm not including myself in the older generation, but <laughs> <laughs> yet, <laughs> yet, but you know, they're stuck in their ways and the younger generations are like, no, let's do it different. Let's, well, let's have that's the whole thing about the fail, fail again, fail better. You know, when you so called fail, you're actually gaining wisdom. As yeah. you move through the world. Yeah. So I would rather see a young person try something, even if someone says they can't do it, maybe it falls short or maybe it fails. I don't usually use that word. Maybe it doesn't reach where you want it to be successful. And then they learn from that and they try again or they try something different. Right. And, and they take that with them. Yeah. It's like they're untainted and they don't have that self-doubt. They're willing to take a risk because they believe. Right. They believe they're not going to get convinced or they just they just crumble or go away. And then 25 years, they go 25 years later, they go see you or they go see me. Yes. (laughs) Whatever that new generation will be. And then they have to get this done and then they get fixed in a clean slate. Start again. Yes. Easy peasy. So go watch Mrs. Maisel. We'll talk about about the father. We'll talk about in the Facebook group. Oh, the father did the same thing to his college. He did it more angrily in a rage. Yes. And he's wood. Yes. Okay. And he was kind of out of control, right. angry, unhappy, angry, unhappy, yep. and he just spewed and they looked up to him and he was definitely an authority figure and they were like, what are you doing, dude? And he just dashed their dreams. It was almost like a traumatic event. It's yeah. definitely a ghost issue. He almost when, had like a break because he was their mentor. Yeah. He was their mentor. And they yeah. trusted him. And then he just, he felt betrayed. Yeah. He felt conf- angry, frustrated, whatever, but still. It was really, it was painful to watch yeah. as, as a, as a motivator person here to see that. So go watch Mrs. Maisel and we'll talk about I it. I don't in the think Facebook we made it group. sound so good. <laughs> no, we'll talk about it in the Facebook group. The show, this is just a little tiny blip in the show. The show is hysterical. Never yeah. laughed so hard in a, in a kind of show and, like and this. Just before we leave on this, you know, how about in the real world? How many parents have told their kids not to be an artist, not to be an athlete, not to be whatever they thought was not appropriate? Right. It's crazy. I know my mother be a nurse or join the army or be a teacher. Those wow. are the three things that she like begged me to do. Wow. She wanted you to join the army back yeah, then. Yeah. Back wow. then she was like, just go. They'll, they'll take care That's of wild. you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, apparently she wanted to be, be a teaching nurse in the army. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. But no, those were safety things for my mother. Yeah. She never, you know, could imagine doing anything other those con- other than those conventional women kind of kind of jobs. Yeah. Roles. Where we sort of stuck women in those roles. Yeah. But past. thank God I didn't listen. Right. Yeah. Thank goodness you wouldn't be doing what you're doing today. No, I broke a lot of crazy molds for well, me. Well, let's talk about trust for a minute. Um, to really trust yourself, you also need to trust the universe. Yes. Or, or what it, you might call it, God or the divine or some overarching principle of life. And there is a way that you can connect into yourself through this trust. It, it, it's that feeling that all is well. And to really believe that all is well is really, truly trusting yourself. So it's knowing that you're always in the right place at the right time, even when the timing feels off. So, for example, if you do miss your train or your bus or your flight, you know, you're going to be frustrated. 
but you know there's a reason. So you trust that your timing is always right. Even that's the Wu Wei. If that's the Wu Wei. Even when it doesn't look like it's what you planned, you're, you're trusting that you're picking the right people to be in your life. You're trusting that the ideas you're thinking are good and worthy of contemplating. You're trusting that things you're doing are the right things to do. You're trusting the road you're walking down, where it's taking you is right for you. And there are many layers of trust to look at here. And actually, there is a point a little later in the 13 ghost points that we're not really going to cover this time, but it's it's called Ghost Road. So, it, you know, eventually you need to trust that you're on the right road. On the right path. Yeah, yeah. you know, there's a lot of areas of self-doubt that corresponds to all the things that you just said. When you're being authentic, it's really about living a life that is you on many different levels. One certainly being not doubting yourself, not doubting your mission, not doubting your purpose for being here on earth, trusting. So it's even changing your language and not doubting to trusting that you can and will make the right decisions in your life. And only you can know what they are. So I really listen to you speak today. I'm definitely feeling like the water element. If you're out of alignment with your water element, yes, this is all the trust things. Good point. You know, because we talked about water people all the time. Like, you know, you have to trust that you're going to make the right decision. You're in the right place at the right time and all that. So if you're water you're safe. element and that you're safe. Yeah. Because if you water third, which I do, and like I'm like, wow, ding, 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 ding. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you know, but you have to trust that you're going to yeah. get, you're meant to take the bus instead of the train yes. and not get all frazzled or, yes. you know, and if someone had said to you, you can never remember things or if you're not on time, you're going to always miss everything. I mean, that's, you have to get past all that. Yes, and because live a there's good a life. big difference between someone who's water first, who's really good in an emergency, for yeah. example. Yeah. Emergency wasn't planned. No. You know, that accident you didn't plan for when you woke up that morning. And suddenly you're in the flow in the most woo way of your life. And it's an emergency. Yeah. And then if you're water third, you know, it's such a different thing. The water first person's calm, cool, and collected, does what needs to be done. The water third person might be freaking I out. I always say like hysterical. the chicken with their head chopped off. Yeah. Bad visual, but that's the idea. They're just like, yeah. oh, they're just the sky's around. falling, the sky's yeah, falling. the sky's falling. It's like Chicken Little. Yeah. yeah. So. Who was probably water third? Who was probably water third. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get a little bit back on track here for ghost convincing. Yes. So we're talking about trusting yourself and in the one area of your life where you're easily convinced. For example, you know, I can think of this woman. Yeah, yeah. Who, tell the story. This is an awesome story. She lived a charmed life for the most part. Everything good happened in her life and, and everything was wonderful. And suddenly this event happened where some people at work criticized her. How old was she? <clears throat> you know, I know the 40s, story. Mid in 40s, her 40s. Yeah, yeah in her 40s. And she made up, they made up some stories about her and it really scared her. And she thought she had done something wrong, even though she knew deep down inside she hadn't done anything wrong. She was such a goody two shoes, you know, so that just like could never have happened in her reality. But you know, she began to lose trust in herself and and the world around her even. And she always had been been in this upstanding person. So it just was inconceivable for her ever in the past to think this way. So this event changed and challenged her whole entire identity. And the world didn't feel like a safe place anymore. She couldn't trust. She, you know, and she was wood. So normally she would be big and bold and out in the world. And she be literally became meek and timid. And someone actually called her a liar in public. And she crumbled. So for a little while, even though she knew she didn't lie, she just 
hid, really just hid. So now in order for her to bounce back and stand up and fight, you know, it was really hard for her. And she was, she, it was a ghost, right? She was hooked. And so she had spent her whole life fighting for others and being this like wonderful force in the world. And now she had to fight for herself. And it was a whole new territory for her. Yeah, I just think that's fascinating. It sounds like a wood person or a metal person, integrity or respect or both. Yeah. Seems like a ghost convincing issue. Yes. So did she have the hook from before or did this trigger this story event? Like, how does that hook was it something from her childhood or this was now going forward like how did it like completely I know the story and I know the person really well so I know a little of the backstory but they live they're a big listener so I'm not going to say too much yeah right (laughs) so ghost convincing issues you know is it uh, a trusting yourself and never doubt her own ethics and but then how does it get to that point I think in a weird way um in this case, it wasn't so much that she had the opening that she was expecting this to happen. I don't think that was her reality. And I know that her whole life up to that point had been very honest and, you know, integrity and ethics and morals were perfect. So I, I was kind of like, you know, someone challenging the morals or the ethics was the blow, I think. Yes. And I do think that she had been embarrassed before. And that maybe that was the opening. So maybe she had overcome that in the yeah. past and didn't really, it wasn't like we talked about the obstacles go around, go yeah. over, go under. And, and, she, and this blew up. This blew up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So maybe there was an opening there that just wasn't really obvious in that she didn't like to be embarrassed. You know, I don't think would people like that. So maybe they're just generally vulnerable in this area of being shamed, yeah. of being um, accused yeah. I mean, it's it's a, actually, when I think of it, it's a big bugaboo for wood people. They yeah. do not like this. They so want to be upstanding. This person did the ghost <clears throat> points with you. Yes. It worked. And, you know, she was able to come back out in the world and begin to be her big, bold, wonderful self again. And, you know, with the knowledge that, I mean, it's not that you have to erase what happened. With the knowledge that these things can happen sometimes. And maybe it's not as big a deal as she made it out to be. Yeah. And that was the ghost. That was the thing in her mind that was haunting her and losing, causing her to lose trust in herself. So um, we're talking again about the five elements. So she's in, she's wood. She gets out of her element. We don't know what the third element is, but I'm guessing it was probably metal, water, maybe water. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, something about that. So she gets into that and, and that's where she's stuck until she gets back to her wood. She doesn't get out of that Right. That that state of emotion or hiding. So I thought it was a fascinating thing to talk about. So it was a very delightful ending. To delightful that ending. That yes. person was rocking it. Yes. Again. Yes. She got her charisma back. She got her confidence. She was able to continue to live with these strong moral values. Yeah. And maybe she didn't see the world as quite such a threatening, dangerous place anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because she was able to, to overcome it. Yeah, that's great. So, you know, I think I do see this a lot in coaching. I do have quite a few wood people, but it's not just a wood thing. It's not just a wood thing. It can happen to any element. Any element. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. So, and everyone's a little bit different. You know, I see a lot of the vulnerability for the fire person and, you know, maybe the disrespectful kind of thing for a metal person. Definitely. So we could probably go through all five of them and we could figure out. Definitely. Which one would be it. So, yeah. So if you're thinking about yourself and you're starting to... You know, you do this point with the homework that we're going to give you and things come up, you know, be kind to yourself, be gentle and let things come out slowly. You know, we talked about uh, alchemy on uh, stage two about dumping the baggage. You can't dump it, dump it all in one day. 
Right. You know, it took you a long time to get it and you carried it forever. You can't just dump it right there. No, not at all. And, you know, this whole discussion feeds into another ghost point, which I think I was thinking because you work with this one in your coaching session so much, Jay, we should do it in the next podcast. So this is our little teaser. And that one is called Ghost Market. And this is the idea of how you speak about yourself in the world and what is the story you're telling the world. So I think we should do that next time. You know, I do. I had a busy week and boy, the ghost market was a big, a big challenge for a lot of people this week because, and I always start with people like, what is the story? What are you telling? You know, is this, are you in alignment? Are you happy? Are you happy being the person that you're being? And unfortunately, most of the time people say no. Yeah. So the ghost market, but that's a later point, number eight of the 13, correct? Yes, yeah. yes it so is. We can, if you want to skip ahead, but I would love to talk about it because I see it all the time. Yeah, well, I, I think we should pick some points. I don't think we're going to do all 13 ghost points in the podcast, at least at this point. We'll do some and then we'll wait till October. Yeah, then we'll wait till <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> but, but yeah, I would love to talk about the ghost market because I do think that with a little bit of work, it's an easy one to overcome. Yes. It really is a good coaching, you know, I don't like to be the coach. I like to strategize, but um, it is really a good one to work on. I love so, doing that one. Yeah, but let's go back to ghost convincing, which is what we're talking about today, and it's it, and for your homework. So how so can if you homework work with if this? you choose to accept if you choose it? Choose to accept it. So we're talking about a point. So you're going to um, just to review when you're doing these ghost points, you're going to put your forefinger on the point, and you're going to gently vibrate it. And before that, you find a quiet time, at yes. least 20 minutes or half an hour where you can yes. steal away for yourself, have it maybe music, some soft music in the background if you need to be, something that isolates you from the like normal meditation. everyday. Yeah, yeah, like you're going to do a meditation. Yep, yeah. and you can even do the uh, relaxation at the beginning where you relax from your head down like we do in a lot of the meditations on this so, podcast. Okay, not to cut you off there, but okay, so you do the, you find your spot, you find your time, you lay down or sit, whatever you want, and then And have on. your journal by your side in yes. case you want to write something. Yes, yes. This point then is located on the thumb. So it's, it's um, a nail point. And most of the, your fingers and toes have acupoints on them next to the bottoms of the nails. So each corner of the bottom of the nail is a point. And this point... So when you say the bottom, you mean the closest to your body. It's like a, not it's called the, end. the nail bed. Nail yeah. bed, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's closer to the knuckle than the tip of your finger. There you go. And I'm so, just trying to do visual. It's yeah. an audio show. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to put but a we'll picture. We'll put a picture. Yeah, we yep. did on the other one too. It's on the side of your thumb... Um, that's not f next to your forefinger and it's, it's on both sides. So both thumbs. So it's, it's on the corner that's not next to your forefinger. And you can um, do it the same way. Put the finger on it, your other forefinger and put down, let put some light pressure and then do the vibrating. Okay. Yes. And the vibrating helps release things. Okay. So think about that as a visual. Yes. And this point is actually called lung 11. So if you're, where you can't go to our website, you can always look up the, the point name, Lung 11, and you'll see a picture on the internet of, of the nail point. And so what, they're, what we're doing is you're holding the point, and just like we did the last one on the lip, you're going to hold it for a continuous amount of time, I say roughly 20 minutes. Now, here's the thing. If you're a woman, you start on the right side first. And if you're a man, you start on the left side first. And that's how we always do it in Chinese medicine. So let's talk about that a little bit. Why do you start on the right for a woman? Well, in general, in alchemy, we start 
with um, men, with the uh, left for men and the right for women. Left for men is about being more yang, and women it's about being more yin on the right. So that means, contrary to a lot of our beliefs here, the left hand is the male side and the right hand is the female side. And many people think it's the opposite because many of us are right dominant. And so we just assume that that must be the male side, like, you know, the one that holds the sword. No way. It's the, this, the strong female. Yes. Well, traditionally in Chinese medicine, the left hand is male, the right hand is female. So what we're doing is, is basically, you know, Chinese medicine is gender-based. A lot of people don't know this. Yeah. And what if your gender is non-binary? I'm going to, you know, it's kind of like a big topic now. What if someone comes in and they're transgendered? Yes. So I work a lot with people who are. It's, it's a common thing in my practice. And you just use the current gender to decide. And if they're non-binary, I try to do both sides at the same time. I think that's the fairest way to work with that. In, in It's not always possible for me to physically reach both sides of the body, but I attempt to do that. That's great. So, all right. So you start on the right if you're a woman, left if you're a man. You hold that point with the other hand and do the same technique that Lita described before with the vibration. And then you want to be in a quiet place. You don't want this, you know, you don't want to do this point on the same day. How much time should go in between the ghost palace and the ghost convincing? convincing? That's a good question. Um, I don't think it matters, but I don't think you should do them in the same yeah, session. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Don't do it on the same day. Yeah. You know? I mean, I do 13 in one day, but... That takes me like, you know, a long time to do it. And I think also when you're working with yourself, you have to be a lot more active. You don't have me there talking to you and working with you. So you're going to need some time to think about it after it's done. Maybe let it gel for a while. You could even, I would say, wait a week even. between. And this is also the trust point, the self, you know, the self-doubt, the trust. So you have to be, you know, easy on yourself. And if you have this issue and it's been triggered or you're talking, the trust issues are coming up. The past has made you mistrust the universe, yourself, God, whatever you want to call your relationship with above, you know, you need to heal that. What was a traumatic event that comes up? You have to deal how to, how to deal with that. You have to, you know, figure that out. Use your journal, find a person that you might want to confide in. That's really comfortable with what you're doing. And, And and if you're not, if this is, this may take a while for you to get used to, if you, if you really aren't getting any traction, you know, think about what has created the trust issues in your life. What in the past has made you mistrust the universe or yourself or God or whatever you want to call it? What caused that mistrust? Was it a traumatic event? Was it an idea that wormed into your head? Was it a person who said things that caused you to doubt your path? I mean, one of the worst things that can happen to people is living with an abusive partner or parent who just every day says you're bad and you're wrong and a piece of crap a piece of crap and that starts to worm into you and it takes hold you know yeah so i mean this is not something to do lightly and if you really want to do it and you're another part of the world send lita an email and maybe we can find someone else in the world who does it there are a few people and you know also when i'm talking with people about the ghost points the heart needs to speak Yes. And if that comes through in your journal or in through a confidant or in your conversations with yourself, that's a good thing. Yes. That's yes. what you want. We you are all about friend, having conversations with yourself. Absolutely. And a friend is great, too. I mean, you could, you know, if I had a good confidant friend, I would say, let's do this together. Let's let's go take some time. And then afterwards we can talk about it. So that would be great, too. 
you know, I think that this is a, a, a great place to end. We're going to continue on the ghost point path. The next podcast we just mentioned, we're going to do ghost market. So I, for me, it's one of the most interesting points to talk about because I, it is, does come up in my work a lot. Um, it's surprising what comes up. I know for a fact that a lot of people who listen to this podcast have done tons and tons of work and work and work and boy, it still just needs to come out somehow. Yeah. And, and again, because you may not have listened to the previous podcast, one of the things that I use to differentiate the work that we have been doing versus what the ghost points does is if you've been doing a lot of work on this, you've been doing that from your consciousness Yeah, and ghost points work on your unconscious. So while you might have talk therapied this thing to death, you know, maybe you're really aware of what's holding you back. You haven't necessarily released it on the unconscious level, or I like to say the cellular level in your body, because we know trauma gets held in the body and the ghost points are vibrational. So they're releasing things at the cellular level. Yeah. And you know, you always hear uh, people talk about being triggered by something that unleashes the trauma. Yeah. Well, this is a way to gently coax it out. Yeah. It's, I, I actually love what I love the best about the ghost points is it's not traumatic to release it. Whereas sometimes doing talk therapy can be very traumatic. Yeah, or if it's triggered. Yeah. You or know, if it's triggered we, by an event. Yeah. Like yeah. I know this whole past year in the U.S. with the Supreme Court justice trials, thousands, tens of thousands of women were triggered yeah. by the, the events that unfolded. Yes. And that was traumatic. That yes. was not a gentle, you know, coaxing out. Yeah. You're talking about Dr. Ford's testimony. Yeah. That's a great place to end. We're going to end on that positive yes. note of women <laughs> yes. rising up together. And, you know, keep sending in your questions. Next time we're going to talk about the ghost market. I think for me it's one of the most interesting points because I see it all the time with people. And it's it's an easy one to shift, if there's if I can use that term, easy. But it's, you know, it's an easier one for people to shift in. Even though it's a difficult topic for the ghost points overall, it's certainly something we can work on. Yes, that's why we picked it. Yeah, so keep your questions coming in. Um, we, we look at, we read them all. We listen to them all. We're very excited to be getting them. Send them to questions at inspiredactionpodcast.com. And if you get a moment, please rate and review this podcast like right now. You made it all the way to the end. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Um, so we're going to remind you that again too in like 10 seconds. But yeah, please rate and review. The more people hear about this little podcast, the merrier. And thank you for listening so much. I mean, we really do love that you're all here with us yeah and come to facebook we're on facebook and if you want to talk about the marvelous mrs mazel and you want to talk about five elements we loved (laughs) we are ready to go because we've been talking about it all week long yeah all right thank you see talk next time bye bye you've been listening to the inspired action podcast and you've reached the end woohoo Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there. We love having you with us on this journey and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at InspiredActionPodcast.com or Jay at InspiredActionPodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and remember to hug the dog.